Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Are you worried about Lance McCullers and his arm soreness? Um, I like I, I feel like I feel like most people in Houston have come to a kind of standard level of concern for Lance McCullers. Like you just don't with no animosity or anything. I'm not. Lance is in a weird headspace for a lot of sports fans. I think. And that usually if a player gets injured a lot or often, you kind of get sick of him or you get, uh, you, you just get, you get tired of dealing with it. And even though you don't want to, you start kind of having a grudge against the guy. I, correct me if I'm wrong, listeners. I, like, I don't feel that way about Lance. Like, and I feel like other people don't either. You just kind of manage it and deal with it that he's going to miss stretches of time. Sometimes I almost hope that he is banged up some during the regular season so that he's somewhat preserved by the time they get to the postseason. Yeah, um, I think it's boy Lance. It's as complicated a case as you can think of because he's only if I go look like the only fully healthy season he's had as an Astro during this run since 2017 is the COVID season, which was a short season. You know, yeah. so that's not even that by definition is not a full season. So he's he's never really played a full season, or at least if he's played a full season, like 2018, he was pitching with an elbow that we knew was going to have to be repaired. I think Lance is a gutsy guy. I think I think he's helped by the fact that he so embraces Houston. Like yeah. that that helps. I think he is supremely helped by the fact that they've won two World Series championships. Right, right. And and he he's was part shielded of the, by that in some ways. He was part of the vanguard that brought that era in. Absolutely. You know, and he was the whole thing about Lance was Lance was unapologetically about Houston and the Astros before the Astros were even being attacked or before they were even good. He had a certain brashness about him that I think uh, earned him a lot of respect and uh, maybe like a feeling of ownership by the city of Houston with Lance McCullers. So I think that that carries him a long way. I think he also, you know, in signing his contract when he did, it was there was a part of that where he accepted and understood that, look, I'm not going to get paid like a guy who is durable every season because I, I haven't been there. And I feel like there was almost like a, a reasonability and a rationale to that that, that people respected. So, yeah. If yeah you, that's where we are. He's making $17 million a year. To your point, Seth, if 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 Lance McCullers' average performance, like if what he, his normal performance is on a start-by-start basis, um, if you get that out of Lance McCullers, but you only get it for 20 starts a year, yeah, that's worth $17 million a year. Well, I'll tell you honestly. You know what the difference is, Sean? Um, yeah, yes, I agree with you there. But I'm ter- I'm thinking in terms of the emotion of all of it. Yeah. I, it was really hard for Brandy and I when we went to that game in Toronto this year because it was I'd like first of all you don't see any Springer jerseys anywhere, and in talking to people like sitting around us and everything, a lot of people up in Toronto were like, yeah, I don't know, you hear all about this guy, but like I don't know, he's always hurt and just yeah, if people were very meh about George Springer. Yeah. And that's hard to watch for a guy that you know like is just so lovable in so many ways. It doesn't matter if you're coming in and and you haven't accomplished anything as a team and you haven't been like the shot in the arm perhaps that people expected. So even though Springer has played well when he's been healthy, he's not embraced the same way those other younger guys are. Yeah, so yeah. I think that's something that, you know, I think McCullers gets and understands that. He knows what he has here in Houston. I think what you hope is that Bregman understands it too. Yes. That that's because that's another that's the other big question is okay, is Bregman gonna 
is Bregman going to re-up earlier than he otherwise would have? Is he not going to – the same way he did the first time around? Um, I think that the experience of Springer and perhaps others that go elsewhere, especially especially still as we still continue to hear about the scandal over and over again, um, that might work in the Astros' favor. Yeah, I, w- I do wonder too with Bregman, Seth. Unlike Altuve, who other than the COVID season has been at an all-star level every year, Yeah, Bregman, is, Bregman just kind of got his groove back like – late in the summer last year. You know, I, I wonder, Dana Brown is saying they want to extend Alex Bregman. So the team, somebody speaking on behalf of the team has already made it clear that they want this relationship to extend. I do think some of this is on Bregman to prove that he can be 2019 Bregman over a full season too before I go giving him $30 million a year through the age of 33 or 34 years old. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. He's, he's If you average out his performance from 2019 through 2022 – it looks pretty good. The problem is it's been massive peaks and valleys. It's not been a consistent, you know, 850 OPS that whole time. That's the I think that was the question we had earlier in the show which was okay, Dana Brown is basically talking like, "Hey, we're going to re-sign everybody." And somewhere in the back of your head without going and doing the math, you know that that can't happen that way and that ideally you don't want it to happen that way. So that means okay, at some point, which is the guy that we make the hard decision with? Is it going to be Alex Bregman? Is it going to be Kyle Tucker? It's one of one of these guys that likely isn't going to end up making it all the way through. Is it Framber Valdez? Um, you know, it's uh, it's it's not like it's going to be unblemished and nothing but prosperity with no bumps in the road the entire way. I think Tucker's the guy who's going to get away. If I had to handicap it right now, you know, if if I had to pick one of these guys that still are under team control. For yeah. a couple more, whether it's arbitration or Altuve and Bregman, who still have two years left on each of their deals, if I had to pick one that's going to get away eventually, to me yeah. it's Kyle Tucker, and it's not even—it's really not that close for me. I think it's Kyle Tucker. Um, I just had a flashback. I started laughing when you were talking about. I had a flashback to that Blue Jays game that Brandy and I went to, uh, where we were we were kind of we were very sad about the fact that George Springer was not beloved and embraced there. Um, but also remember that was when I had that weird experience where some kid in the bathroom was like trying to convince me to come meet Alec Manoa's family. <laughs> I forgot about that. He was I was washing my hands next to him and this kid who was really drunk was like, Yeah, hey, I'm sitting next to Manoa's family. I'm like, oh, that's that's cool. And he's like, Yeah, they're really cool. Do you want to come meet them? And I'm like You know what I'm I I'm like I'm looking around like I thought I was about to get rolled, man. Yeah. Like I thought too. I was about to get like lose a kidney in a in a bathroom stall or something. I'm like not really. Like, of all the like, things, <laughs> of all the things that could have happened to you if you had said yeah. yes to that, you know what would have been way far down the list? Meeting yeah. Alex Manoa's family. <laughs> I know. Just, I'm like, what was this kid gonna do? I don't know. Like, you're gonna bring me back. You're like, hey, <laughs> the Manoas would have felt the exact same way I did. The Manoas would be standing there, and this kid was gonna be like, hey, this is some guy I met in the bathroom. <laughs> Or, see, yes, that would have been really funny. I'm just picturing you following this kid, and eventually the words being uttered, they're sitting in a loading dock? (laughs) Kid pulls out a shiv. Just me. Yeah, totally happy. Like, this is going to be awesome. I'm really excited to talk to them about their son. (laughs) You're literally, he's walking you up to the wheels of a truck that's already started, that kind of thing. But he was, the one that, he was really, really drunk. 
Um, so I don't think it was, I don't think I was going to get rolled. I was just, I was trying to, I really should have gone and met the family just to, to make the story better, but, but I was freaked out enough looking at it at the moment. I was freaked out enough that I didn't know what the hell was going on, but yeah, looking back on it, if that situation arises again, I gotta, I gotta see it through just to see what the kid was going to do when I got back to the <laughs> yes, Manoa family. Just at least see what direction he was taking you. Well, you know, for damn sure the Manoa family was sick of this kid <laughs> by, you know, this is like the fifth or sixth inning. Like, you know that this kid would not shut up to the, talking to the Manoa family. When you say kid, like, how old was he? I would say, like, maybe 21, 22 okay, or so. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. So an adult, but a kid. This I get... may have been his first time drinking. <laughs> like, oh, really? I don't know. He was, he was like, uh, he was maybe a college-age kid of some sort. Oh, that's sort. funny. Yeah. That is funny. Um, text message, trailer, wheel, and frame, text page. Trailer, wheel, and frame. 3652. Astros insulted Tucker in arbitration. He'll bolt in free agency like Springer did. The Astros are stupid for doing this. I, in the grand scheme of things, it's two, it's, you can look at it and go, it's only two and a half million bucks. He's one of your best players. Why not make him happy? Yeah. Um, but they chose not to. Was he, uh, unless maybe they wanted to, maybe it, it was a misread, perhaps, if they thought, okay, let's keep him hungry. Let's t- keep him wanting that big contract. Yep. But again, I would go back to the, you know, not to, not to just slough off two and a half million like it's nothing, but in the terms of, okay, turning down 300 million guaranteed sometime in the future, that two and a half million is kind of inconsequential. That maybe a, yeah, maybe a little bit of an olive branch of two and a half million here would have been worthwhile. I can tell you right now, I don't, you know, I don't know Kyle Tucker. I don't know what his thought process is right now. I don't think he's settling for what they gave Jordan Alvarez. I can promise you that. That's one of the big X factors. This isn't a huge X factor, but I'm, I'm excited about some of these rules changes because I, I think, like, right now we're all hung up on Luis Garcia losing the Rock the Baby and all of that. But the the things that are going to make it easier to steal yeah. mean that Jeremy Pena and Kyle Tucker might really feast this year. Oh, yeah. Like, Pena, I mean, Pena just didn't get on base enough during the regular season last year to really fast, display though. his yeah. ability to speed. But um, for those of you who hadn't seen it, they made the bases larger. Uh, the, the pitchers are only allowed to throw twice to first – if they throw a third time and they don't pick the guy off, then he gets to go to second. So there's going to be a lot more aggressiveness in terms of stealing, and that's going to benefit Tucker and Pena. And, you know, Dusty gives these guys the green light for the most part. Yep. All right, Payne and Pendergast with you on a, a Tuesday. We're leaving Sunday to head to Astros spring training, so we're looking forward to that. We'll be there all week long next week. We're doing shows from West Palm Beach all week. Seth and I will. Adam Spillane will be there providing reports. He'll be in the clubhouse, at all the different media events and things like that early in the morning. So we've got you covered for our World Series champion, Houston Astros. They did it to me again last night on Wheel of Fortune. They drove me to cursing (laughs) on the internet once again. You were were burned up. (laughs) Yes, and cranky. Yes. All right. Felt affronted. (laughs) We'll get to that next. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And so 
sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Payne and Pendergast with you on a... um on a Tuesday, Tuesday that feels like a Monday to me and Seth, because we were celebrating presidents yesterday. Yeah, some of us still care about celebrating those presidents That's that right. we celebrate on President's Day. Absolutely. I have an annual seance with Lincoln. <laughs> and, it, and it happens. But it is, it is kind of like talking to your grandpa um, that, you're like, you, you know, you can start to get around to the whole slavery thing and you realize, like, oh, okay, he was anti-slavery, but his views on race are a little off. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, gra- hey, Grandpa, Grandpa, just slow down a little, okay? Let's watch the game. Just, yeah, like, <laughs> can, we just, can we just enjoy the, the, the turkey and dressing right. for now, please? <laughs> the food is so good. Um, so I, uh, I spent my day yesterday uh, relaxing for the most part, and yet I was really relaxed, and the thing that got me most irked by the end of the night once again, on a day where I was completely relaxed and calm and just, boy, a zen about me. Um, Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune got me again. It is, um, it's teen week on Wheel of Fortune, so these are younger Wheel of Fortune players. So I do feel, I feel a little bad about getting this angry over a young lady by the name of Cushy. <laughs> Wait, what? Cushy? Cushy. K-H-U-S-H-I. Cushy is her name. Yeah. Okay. Was she, I picture uh, like a, she's a little bit like pleasantly plump. No, actually, no. no? She was okay. uh, no. She was she was a uh, slender. Um, yeah, she was okay. uh, a cute young lady. Yeah. Okay. Um, so her name was Cushy. I was picturing her as cute and plump, but just plump, right. plump nonetheless. No, she like, was. Yeah, no, she the was kind of plump that like even you'd still like even yeah. if you're not into plump girls, you're like kind of like oh yeah, I could I could I could deal with that. Right, uh, right, okay. right. Yeah. But she wasn't even that. It was, was Teen okay. Week, so I don't want to go too oh, wait, far oh, down God this road. Damn it! Cushy. Stop! Stop! Ah, dang. Ben, you didn't have to dump it. Ben, dump yeah, that. I, like I said the GD. They don't. Uh, we we oh, try not to keep oh, the GD. Oh, that you dumped. Oh, I thought you. No, he didn't. Uh, I wish he could have dumped me. The whole thing. Well, so you just didn't hear me say it was Teen Week. It's I not... did not hear you say right. it was Teen Week. Right, right. right Damn right, it. Right, right. That's that's. If it sounds like I was dancing around Cushy's physical appearance, hold on. That let is me look why. for the column on this synonym list for creepy. <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right. So, so Wheel of Fortune last night. This young lady by the name of Cushy, who, by the way, had solved a puzzle, and I literally said these words to Amy, this young lady solved a puzzle. There must have been 30 letters up there, and she solved it with only like six of the letters revealed, like a phrase. I forget what it was, but I looked at Amy. I said, this 
this young lady is going to dominate. Like she, it was like one of the second puzzles, and she crushed it. I'm like, yeah. these other two have no chance. Like she is clearly very, very smart, and she's played the game. She knows what she's doing. And then we get to this, where <laughs> the puzzle, the answer to the puzzle was fresh tropical fruit. She had all of the letters except for S and H. So she had F-R-E, tropical fruit. Only two letters left. She spins the wheel, asks for an H, gets it. And I'm like, okay, well, now she's for sure getting it. All that's so left. It reads, so now what does it read? It, it reads, reads fresh tropical fruit, but just without the S in fresh. Without the S. That's it. That's it. Yeah. She had just guessed H. And yeah. yeah, so I'm like, okay, well, this is let's go ahead and solve. But no, that didn't happen. Okay, we're back with Wheel of Fortune dumbasses here. <laughs> and uh, if you look at this puzzle right here, they're down to this. It's clearly fresh tropical fruit. It's teen week, so maybe she's just young and doesn't know the word fresh. Yeah, that was what letter would you like? So watch this. With a H. H. Okay, good. So H. Watch this. H. Clearly, fresh tropical fruit. Just guess it. Just go ahead. Just fresh tropical fruit. Do something quickly. Um, okay. okay. She's gonna spin. She doesn't know that this word is fresh right here. Okay, what letter for you? I'll go with a. Come on, Krishi. Come on. G. G. A G. <laughs> Hold on a second. Uh, G. G. Fred tropical fruit. She thought it was Fred tropical fruit. I'll go. I'll go with the. I'll go with the. A G. What the. F- doing fresh tropical fruit have you never eaten fruit before that's fresh nor tropical all right let's just hand it over yeah yeah go ahead and solve just hand it over to her stupid stupid come on cushy jesus (laughs) i walked off the screen yeah, you know what you, uh, that's actually good. That's a little bit fresh, too, because instead of doing the, you, uh, these days you should be doing that as like a split screen on your TikTok or yeah. Instagram or whatever, but doing it actually up there like a sports commentator in front of the TV, it's got an old school appeal to it. It does. It I need a better, real. if I'm going to do this and make this a thing, because this is the third time I've done this now, and it's yeah. getting more and more reaction. People really enjoy it. You need a better mic. I need a better mic. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's very good. You can get, one, get a little one, like a little directional mic for your phone that's super cheap and okay. effective okay yeah. good 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 so that's um, that's the next step what did she how did she not if she got other ones she must have it didn't look like the pressure was getting to her or anything she just she just froze and, and had a brain fart there. she did yeah pat the way pat sajak put it after i walked off the screen disgustedly he just it was more about cushy than it was the young lady who solved the puzzle at that point yeah. it was more about cushy screwing it up so pat sajak tried to make her feel better and just said hey you know like sometimes even the smartest people have blind spots for certain yeah. words, you know? Yeah, yeah, he's probably seen it all. Because even the last time you played one of those, the guy at least guessed a word that was actually a word. Right? Yeah, I, I forget which, I forget what it was. But it wasn't Freg. No, it wasn't Freg. Yeah, like Freg's <laughs> not a word. Yeah, yeah. 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 F-R-E-G. And, and, and the visual of me imitating Cushy guessing G, I kind of exaggerated how nervous she looked in guessing it. I made it look like she saw a ghost. Uh, 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 gee. <laughs> so. I feel, uh, well, that's like, uh, you know, remember Tom Brady thought it was third down when it was fourth down? Yeah. 
yeah. the, during the season. That's it's not like he's an idiot or anything. You just sometimes have these brain farts. Right. It's a it's the weirdest thing. Like I have I have predictable brain farts that I just know are a weakness when it comes to either names or or what have you sometimes. Um but like the 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 genuinely curious ones that don't make any sense when it should be the easiest thing in the yes. world. It just happens. Yeah. And you just got to hope that it doesn't happen on syndicated television. Right. Most of us do it. Most of us do it. Like Brandy yesterday said something like we'd already established it yesterday was Monday. And yet like two hours later, she did something where she clearly thought it was Sunday. And like I made fun of her for a while, but it was just in front of me where, you know, you do that on television or something that it's a lot more embarrassing. <laughs> Trailer. Wheel. I made I made. I let her know just how useless, washed up, and whipped she was, but but nobody saw it other than you know me describing it now on uh, on the radio. Are you trying to use every single one of these words by the time the show is over? She was inept, Sean. <laughs> I can't handle that. I can't have that. Not in my household. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Uh, text message, trailer wheel and frame text page. Three five eight nine. Sean sounds like an AAU parent at a game. LMAO. <laughs> oh, you're like a bad little league parent. Yeah, just just yeah. screaming at everything. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, screaming at other kids. The, the other kids or other parents' kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some yeah, cushy's parents are looking over at me like, "Hey, man, we can yell at our kid that way." What you can't. What are you doing? <laughs> I was at I was at my sister's well, I was at my niece's softball game sitting next to my sister and I'd never quite seen it before. Like as I, I look I've got a I've got a theater kid, so a lot of the a lot of the really nasty stuff I'm I'm far removed from. I don't have to deal with it. So uh but like my sister was sitting next to a woman who was giving like passive aggressive compliments to every parent. Like any time a kid messed up, she would like very loudly be like, Wow, you know, Sabrina really, you know what? She'll, she's, she keeps trying at least, doesn't she? Oh, like, and no. it was, it was unbearable. Everybody despised this lady. Oh, wow. It was incredible. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's, that's, I kept tough. telling my sister to fight her and she wouldn't. She, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the trailer wheel and frame text page, this is going back to, um, we've got some Wheel of Fortune text. I, I do want to address this one. Sean. Eight five six seven. How can you justify saying Jordan is a better baseball player than Kyle Tucker? I agree he's more dynamic at the plate, but do either of you feel nervous when he's in the outfield? I do. Uh, whereas yeah. I'm completely confident in Tuck out there. Also, compare games missed due to injury. Chuck from the Big D, Danbury. Okay, I didn't know Danbury was the Big D. But um, <laughs> no, no, Jordan Alvarez is a better baseball player. His superhero power supersedes some of what Kyle Tucker's superhero powers are. Like I. Give me a guy who has a, a 1,000 OPS every day of the year. And, oh, by the way, Jordan is a competent defensive player. Yeah. He's not he's a circus right. out there. In a, in, a field, in a park that has a short left field. Right. You know? But they're like, asking him to where, do. Like, well, if, you just, if you look at war, you know, Jordan is substantially ahead of Kyle Tucker. Yes. It just, he's, so you could say Kyle Tucker is more complete, perhaps, but Jordan is just so dominant at the plate. Um, and so good at the plate that he's a that he's a better ball player right now. It doesn't mean it can't change, um, or that maybe Kyle Tucker because because he's a complete player. You know, Kyle Tucker might end up being on the same level. But I would and maybe there's an argument out there to be had. But I just I I feel with you that yeah, Jordan's just a more. If, if you have to choose one to keep on your team for one year, I would say that's Jordan. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah no, six point eight in WAR last year for Jordan and five point two for Kyle Tucker. Like, normally I wouldn't just whittle it down to, well, his war's higher, so of course he's a better player. But one, that's a significant gap. 
Yeah. And two, I think if you let baseball choose, like if you put, hey, the Astros, both these guys are going to free agency and they're not re-signing with the Astros. I think Jordan would get a, I think he would get a, a they'd both get huge deals, but I think there'd be a bigger market for Jordan Alvarez. I think bringing up the injury thing is a valid thing. You know, like, yeah. yeah you, you know, Jordan, Kyle Tucker has been a rock. He's been durable, but I, I just think, I think Jordan is a better, the package that Jordan brings is a better overall package to me. Granted, it is fueled by what he does at the plate, but I think you can make an argument he's the best hitter in baseball. Like the best all-around hitter in baseball might be Jordan Alvarez, and hitting matters, maybe more than anything else. So you go by Woba, Jordan's 427, Kyle Tucker's 348. If you go by Fangraph's uh, war, F4, I can't remember which one that Correa told me to like, but F4 has him at 6.6 war and Kyle Tucker at 4.7. And that concludes our advanced stats analyst uh, analysis of the day. Now you are at full staff. We mentioned war twice too many times on the show today. I apologize to everybody. Probably, probably. All right, Payne and Pendergast with you. Um, If you saw that Wheel of Fortune episode last night, hit hit us with a text on the trailer Wheel and Frame text page, 713-572-4610. The big draft topic this week in the NFL the past few days, it absolutely affects the Houston Texans, especially if you're somebody that hope that is hoping that Bryce Young is there at two. If this were to play out, he definitely would not be there at two. I'll tell you what it is next. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. All right, I think when it comes to the number two overall pick, I think if I had to just interactions with Texan fans and things like that, I think most people are hoping that Bryce Young falls to the Texans at two, that the Bears either take somebody not named Bryce Young or trade with a team that wants C.J. Stroud or Will Levis or whoever at number one, just somebody not named Bryce Young. I think the one possibility that many people discounted, Seth, going into the draft process was the possibility of the Bears themselves taking Bryce Young with the first overall pick. And it's a tweet... Granted, a tweet from Jason Lockenfora, who John McClain likes to refer to so lovingly as Jason No Lockenfirma. Um, I like Jason Lockenfornication. Yeah, that's a good one too. Um, absolutely. 
Uh, here is a tweet that he had middle of last week. This is last Wednesday. <clears throat> um, it's uh, in the morning of February the 15th. He said, more than one NFL general manager came away from the Senior Bowl fairly convinced that Justin Fields will be dealt. Now, as you can imagine, once this thing gets put through the car wash of telephone and people who didn't see this tweet are just seeing headlines about this tweet, eventually, once you get three or four layers removed from the actual tweet itself, which, by the way, says more than one NFL general manager, which can mean two, came away from the Senior Bowl fairly convinced, which does not mean fully convinced, that Justin Fields will be dealt. Um, By the time it gets three or four layers removed from the actual tweet, this thing is, oh, Bears are moving Justin Fields. Yeah. (laughs) They're trading him. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, I I saw that was a big talking point. Almost like a lot of people were uh, taking Schefter's words and everything and turning it into like, oh, God, yeah, this is an inevitability. Yep. Um, what is your concern level that the because if they the Bears do this, then you there's no getting Bryce Young at least right now, Seth. If if we're operating in a world where we think the Bears are still married to Justin Fields, if the Texans want him badly enough, they can get Bryce Young. But if yeah. the Bears take him, you can't get Bryce Young. This is the big question: is that nobody has more institutional knowledge of Justin Fields than the Chicago Bears, and. What worked for Justin Fields this year was when they just flat out said, all right, to hell with trying to teach him how to be, uh, you know, a young Russell Wilson or what have you. We're just going to go ahead and lean on his legs as much as possible, then have that help develop a pass game. But they weren't doing many NFL-type things with their offense. And I think a lot of people that watched were waiting to see signs or evidence that, okay, Fields is – we already knew we already knew Fields had these physical tools, but is he doing stuff that looks like he's progressing to the next level? Um, and people didn't necessarily feel that way. So the question is: All right, do the Bears themselves feel like Fields isn't capable of taking it to that next level of processing? If so, then if they feel that he can't take it to that next level, then they they feel, then Bryce Young shows that ability to do that. Um, I think C.J. Stroud shows a better sense of anticipation and a certain quarterback poise above and beyond what Justin Fields had. He doesn't have the same freakish physical skills, but he shows more of those those sought-after intangible traits or less identifiable traits than Justin Fields did. So uh, I, I could see it as being very, very possible. I don't – in this GM – and this GM for the Bears is not the GM who drafted Justin Fields. That's big. So – I don't know. I think that if I'm the Bears, and part of this is a self-preservation game with a general manager, you got to think to yourself, all right, look, I didn't draft Justin Fields, but I don't feel awesome. Like, I'm nervous as hell about Bryce Young's size. Let's kick this thing down the road one more year and see what we can get out of Justin Fields. And if not... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be held accountable for drafting Justin Fields. We can take Caleb Williams or somebody else next year. Like I don't. Like it's hard to say you're gonna be the number one overall pick next year. But if you feel like okay, I don't feel any. I don't feel great about this year's guys. So there's a good chance I'll feel better about somebody next year. Let's just kick it down the road one more year. There is an executive in the NFL, a front office member for a team not expected to be in trade talks for the number one pick that talked to NBC Sports Chicago that said this about Ryan Poles, the GM for the Bears. <laughs> I know he didn't draft him, but I don't think now is the time to sell on fields. 
He showed enough last season with not a lot around him that trading him is a gamble. If he becomes a star elsewhere, that's going to be your legacy unless the guy you draft is better. I'd be shocked if they traded him, end quote. How often has a guy been traded elsewhere and become a star since Brett Favre? Like a, a young guy. I'm not talking wow. about – I get Drew Brees is one. Um, Drew Brees, yeah, yeah. Drew Brees, Brett Favre. And Brees, it was about injury, although they – look. Brees left in free agency. You yeah, know? yeah, he left in free agency. But, I mean, you drafted a guy who didn't end up having a successful – you drafted Drew Brees' replacement while he was still your quarterback. That's and right. yet uh, he stayed – what's his face? Philip Rivers, GM. yeah. No, no, the GM. Um, that was A.J. Oh, was it A.J. Smith, is it? Whoever it was, he yeah. was there for a while. Yeah. Um, so I guess Drew Brees, Brett Favre, those are guys who are, who are either shown the door or traded away as young quarterbacks who became who then became great. Yeah. I'm not talking about like a Peyton Manning or a you know a Kurt Warner type who are Leaving already established the good yeah. players. Yeah. Yeah. So I can't I, think the, of one. Text line will tell us a few, but yeah. So I say all that to say I'm not going to let that be my guiding fear. Like, oh no. I don't like this guy now, but what if he goes somewhere else and he becomes a great quarterback, the, the, a Hall of Famer? Yeah, the, oh dear. The, the, this is the, this is what's crazy to me is that's a quote from somebody who's in a front office in the NFL. Like, I think Ryan Poles is probably a pretty sharp guy and knows that every decision. And I know it's quarterback. It's not we let a left tackle walk in free agency yeah. and we drafted this young guy out of Northwestern and it turns out he sucks. I get it. There's a different magnitude that comes with the quarterback position, but I feel like yeah. If it works out, it works out, and if it doesn't work out, you get fired. Like that's, yeah. that's well, it, you know what, and that's exactly why. If you're a Texans fan, you also have to abandon any hope whatsoever for trading for either Trey Lance or Brock Purdy, and this is why. Think about put yourself in Kyle Shanahan's shoes. Kyle Shanahan has had multiple seasons now where injuries to his quarterbacks or the existence of having a good backup or third-string quarterback has either doomed a season or actually salvaged a season. Like, on what planet would Kyle Shanahan trade away either Trey Lance or Brock Purdy, who are both on their rookie contracts, right. if, he, if he actually thought they were good quarterbacks? Yes. It doesn't make any sense at all. So, by definition, if you trade for either of those two quarterbacks – you're trading for a bad quarterback. Yes. There's no way in hell. There is no way in hell that Kyle Shanahan would trade either of those guys away right now if he actually thought there was something to them. So the Texans are not in a position where they need to trade anything for a guy that, that Kyle Shanahan just kind of casually tosses to the side. I don't know that they would get, that the Bears would get what they feel is a decent deal for Justin Fields. Unless their mindset is, hey, whatever we can get is great because we've, we've fallen in love with Bryce Young. You know, if we get a third, great. We wasted the 11th pick of the draft. They actually traded up to get Justin Fields, so they wasted more than that. But my point is, okay, they're, they're not going to get back a first-round pick, I don't think, for Justin Fields. And the biggest thing with Justin Fields to me, Seth, if I'm trading for him, isn't the fact that we don't know what he is as a passer yet. We, we, we've seen he's a supreme runner. Like, he's near Lamar Jackson level runner. He ran for 1,100 yards this year, and they didn't even really turn him into that until yeah. like a month into the season. The thing that would concern me is you've already burned half the daylight on his rookie contract. The value in these young quarterbacks, and the value to the Bears in doing a deal like this is yeah. Bryce Young starts the clock over again for them. Well, and that's where you are too with, with Bryce Young. Uh, you wonder, okay, do you wait for a better prospect if you're the Texans? Um 
because you've got concerns about Bryce Young's size? Or do you now, when you have the cap space, when you have all these draft picks, without having to trade extra draft picks to find a quarterback sometime in the future, do you take Bryce Young and then use those other draft picks on either drafting wide receiving talent, uh, trading for veteran wide receivers the way A.J. Brown was traded last year? Because more and more the league is realizing, oh, okay, we've got these rookies on – we've got these rookie QBs like Josh Allen on his rookie contract. Let's get a Stephon Diggs and see how much that helps him. Let's do it with Tua Tungabailoa. Let's do it with Jalen Hurts. And right now you're in that position where we're the rookie quarterback like Bryce Young. Yeah, you can bolster that wide receiving core very, very quickly through the draft, through free agency, through trade, all of that. And you've got like a a four-year window before you have to – you know, start to tip the balance towards, oh, we've got a quarterback who's paid, now we've got to develop these other guys with less money. What's your nervousness level that this could happen, that the Bears trade out a one? On a scale of one to ten, one being you have no concerns at all, ten is like, oh, crap, this is happening. I'm not – this is the thing. This is where I feel like Bryce Young's size is a little bit of a blessing. I really, really like Bryce Young and the way he plays football. I He's my favorite quarterback. I want the Texans to draft him, and yet – I'm concerned enough about his size that if it doesn't work out, I'm just going to go ahead and go like, um, like super irrational and, and feel like it was fate that it shouldn't and that perhaps we just dodged a bullet and then there we go. And I am the, I am the, uh, like least, I am the least superstitious. The, the least, oh, the universe just wanted it to be this way. I am the least woo-woo guy there is, and yet I will easily revert to that because I'm, I'm, I am that concerned about his size, but I love everything else about him. That's the healthy thing to do if it doesn't work out. Rationalization, yeah. yes, absolutely. Will I be able to get to the point where I hate Bryce Young and hope for his I failure? I think you can. I think we've got hotkeys that would indicate that you can find your way to that level of vitriol uh, uh, about about everybody, right? Like go uh, die, everybody. I mean, everybody. Like, <laughs> everybody. Literally everybody. Literally everybody. You told me to go die in that cut right I there. I forgot. Yeah, I forget that when I'm saying go die, everybody. I'm talking to you too. Yes. Um, <laughs> I think that I, honestly, just I, I would say just if you talk about intangibles, aside from what you see on the field, man, I watched a bunch of different Bryce Young and CJ Stroud interviews this weekend, and gosh, dude, you Bryce, and I are seeing Bryce the same Young thing. is a quarterback. CJ Stroud looks like a frightened kid lost in the mall every time he talks. And I just, it wouldn't matter for any other position, but man, I just do not sense the charisma that a lot of the very best quarterbacks have. I, and whereas Bryce Young, you can see that. And, and it just, it's, the disparity is pretty large. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, and I feel like it, for, it doesn't always translate to the field, but when I watch Bryce Young on the field, I feel like there's a certain confidence there and a certain poise that I don't see out of the other quarterbacks. I would agree. Um, by the way, I'll just plant my flag in a prediction that probably won't come true because I don't think they're trading Justin Fields. If they trade him, Atlanta. Watch Atlanta. Eighth overall pick in the draft. I don't know if they trade that for Justin Fields, but a couple of day two picks. He's from Georgia, and Atlanta needs a quarterback. And Justin well, Fields might be good enough to win the NFC South this year. Well, Sean, as you know, I feel that everything happens for a reason. The universe ultimately delivers unto you uh, what you what you want and need. I feel like that would be the universe delivering Brett Favre back to the Falcons, and uh, you know, a, a black and blue division team right. sending a young quarterback who had a rough go of it yes. in his first couple of years, who is freakishly physically talented, yep. but maybe like Brett Favre. 
admitted didn't like Brett Favre didn't even know what a nickel defense was when he was a young player. balance to the universe. <laughs> yes, yeah. circle of life. Yes, yes. All right, um, Tillman Fertitta at Mardi Gras this weekend in just basically 10 seconds worth of audio got the entire Rockets fan base feeling many different kinds of ways about the upcoming draft lottery. There's also a bit of a blue dress, yellow dress thing going on with what Tillman Fertitta said. We'll let you guys be the judge and take a listen to the audio. That is next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 